Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend on for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. From where you sit, with your box set up next to your comfortable chair, you may talk of the howling wind. Tonight, we take you to a place where the wind doesn't just howl, it screams. On a friendless plain like this, you don't try to calculate your chances of survival. You have none. That screaming wind careens maliciously across the vast tundra and breaks, finally, against the side of a monolithic structure. This is the Heartlife headquarters, thrusting out from the trackless snow and stretching impossibly high towards the iron-gray underbellies of the dark clouds overhead. The wind screams in wordless rage as it pelts against the building's enduring black walls, but to Nathan Rourke, lying at the base of the structure, it whispers death. We find our hero lying face down. He clutches a tattered book beneath him. Blood from his leg has melted into the snow, carving a deep ravine, bristling with ruby crystals. He is, for perhaps the first time in his life, truly alone. But not for long. A squealing hinge and metallic clang struggle to overcome the sound of the wind. A nearby hatch swings open, and superimposed against the steely horizon is a shadowy figure. His long coat, heavy boots, and the thick scarf trailing behind him in the wind mark him as a rigger, one of those bold or foolish enough to brave the stormy skies above this frozen valley to gather lightning for the city. His friends call him Lucky Strike. (laughs) Lucky thing you showed up. Great, now you get a sense of humor. Get your ass inside. Nathan is too weak to move. Lucky Strike takes him by the front of his shirt and hauls him inside. They move slowly, carefully through a long tunnel leading down into the hive of narrow passages and nooks that make up the city for the unwashed masses. Above ground, privileged corporate salarymen live and work in well-lit offices with muted carpeting and bathrooms tiled in stone, warmed from below, while Lucky and his ilk hunch in damp, oil-stained passages and shiver with cold. That leg's gonna need some attention. I've suffered worse. You, kid? I doubt it. Heart life took everything from me. My future, my job. Don't start speechifying on me. You'd have been one of them if they'd only given you the job you wanted. You'd be walking real fast around a corner somewhere right now, just so your lab coat switched dramatically and you'd look impressive for your boss. Who'd be just another asshole in a swishy lab coat trying to impress his boss? Seriously, Lucky, you know how I feel about heart life. Swoosh. I just broke into the headquarters of a sinister and virtually omnipotent corporation to retrieve a... Swoosh! To retrieve a ratty old book. Here, hold still a minute. This book I found in... Ah! (laughs) You're welcome. Why? That should do your leg for now. Keep a clean bandage on it and you'll be fine. Warn me next time. I couldn't get a word in edgewise, except, of course, swoosh. Besides, it's not safe to talk so much while we're still up here. Keep your mouth shut and let's get moving. 
Nathan leans on Lucky's shoulder as he limps his way down the hall. In the central areas, doors and alcoves are numbered, but out here, things are somewhat less official. Lucky leads them through twisting corridors and doorways warped by years of settling earth and changing geology. I'm lost. That's the idea, kid. How many times have you been down here to my office and you still can't find a place? Anyone following us get turned around so bad, they'd never find their way back. And this far out, some tunnels aren't even stable. If you weren't careful, you could get hurt. And if the world don't cave in on you, there are other dangers, if rumors are to be believed. Here we are. Shut the door, damn it. I got the creeps. Better you got them than they got you. Now, let me see. I hope this was worth it. I nearly bought a patch of ice up there. Harrowing tale of adventure, I'm sure. You're damn right. Maybe someday someone will give a crap. Hand it over. Tell me it was worth it. Worth my life? You can't pretend this wasn't a near thing, Lucky. How did you know where to find me? I had a hunch, kid. Bullshit. You were coming for the book. Me breathing was a bonus at best. You breathing was the point. Everyone breathing was the point. Do you know what you got there? Do you know why it was worth it? It's a fucking nursing textbook. Right. I told you not to read the damn thing, and it upsets me that you did not obey that order. But correct. Tell me. Have you ever, ever heard of a corporate doctor going rogue like us? Corporate docs don't bolt. They're too well taken care of. Everyone knows that. Which is why we don't have any medics. Now, I can steal medical supplies, but I can't steal knowing how to use them. You want some dope for that leg? It hurt? Yes. Yes. Well, I got some benzonate here. And thanks to this worthless book, I know how much I can give you. Says here even a slight overdose would kill you. It does not. Does so? Show me. All right, so it doesn't. I still got a point, though. You think I got treated this good when I got struck? Which time? It wasn't funny, kid. Just trust me on this one. We're going to be glad we got this book out. Thank you, Captain, foreshadowing. Any time, kid. Just keep in mind, if you bite ice, then i got to find some other pissed-off burnout with an attitude problem to do my dirty work. I'll always see you come back alive. Well, that's reassuring. You know, it really is quite a story. How you got out? Yeah. Really not quite interested. It has explosions. And exotic plants. Still not. And a man I think might be a mad scientist. You talk too much. But I... Nah, you're done for now. That's the end of the episode. And so we leave our hero, once again warm and among friends, but never safe. For unbeknownst to him, the name of Nathan Rourke was about to come to the attention of an agent of the powerful and sinister Heart Life Incorporated, a man by the name of George Chamberlain. Tune in next time for a tale of Mr. Chamberlain, yet another dark inhabitant of our fair city.